The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Broadway Media, Exactware, The Salt Lake Tribune, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Hey, thanks for choosing Geek Show Podcast. We appreciate it. You have chosen wisely. We want to thank our sponsors that help pay for our party, and you should thank them too. PC Laptops. They can fix any brand of PC, give you a free diagnostic and virus malware scan. Find them at PCLaptops.com. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. They're open seven days a week. Your hold is free and gives you a 10% discount off purchases over $20. Cabin Fever in historic Trolley Square in Salt Lake. From meek to freak to geek, gift giving is now easy for the weirdo on your list. It's Cabin Fever. The Atomic Arcade at 3939 Highland Drive. Classic arcade games at classic prices. And our new friends at Newmont University where 88% of students land a job in technology before they've even graduated. Learn more at newmonts.edu. That's N-E-U-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. Again, thanks to all of our sponsors. Let them know that they have chosen wisely. When you see them, tell them Geek Show says hey. We'll, uh, we'll start with a letter. That would not equal naked. No. If you suck Jeff Johns's dick... You get to write a book. Somebody's going to take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Marinate your brain on this. It's just a show. I should really just relax. Nice vagina as much as you can. I want like 3,000 nice vaginas. And copy and paste that shit. You don't have to type it so many times. Just paste, 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 paste. Just hold your iPod at 2 o'clock. You will not hear Shannon. Geekshowpodcast.com and we are back in the basement. Woohoo! Yeah. Nice. Might I say, this is a damn fine beverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody th- had to drink. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm drinking. Jay is drinking now. He's got to. He's got to put on some weight. Yeah, I got to put on some weight. I mean, this is the New Year's episode, and oh yeah, well, we got. I got to put on some weight. I got to put on some weight. The last, uh, the last, the last <laughs> geek show of 2014. Yeah. yeah. So cheers to that. Cheers to that. You Dice on show. Dice on show. I, I got a beer. Dice on drink. Yeah. Dice on show. There we go. Yeah. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy's drinking milk yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's water. Right? <laughs> All right. Milk is too hard. I had to tap the brim of Scott Pierce's hat because he didn't have a beverage. Oh, it's nice of you. It was very kind. All right. So let's introduce the panel uh, for the last time for this year. I hope not. And we've already time. outlived uh, that <laughs> chef show. <laughs> it's What stinks? It's what stinks. Don't fucking count me out yet, man. Yeah, he'll he'll make it back. Four PUs. There's been a lot of shows. We're turning it into a fart show. There's been a lot of shows (laughs) that get canceled and come back. All right. I'm just amazed. I'm just amazed that Netflix picked you up. (laughs) It just depends on the DVD sales. Some amazing shit, man. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a good show. Is that what stinks? The amazing shit. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I just didn't think it was a good idea to do liver and onions on the first episode. Well, that stinks. (laughs) I I thought when uh, I thought when Kjaz put you off of uh, Tony Toscano. That was the end of you. But. <laughs> what? Well, he was on opposite Toscano show. Oh, I see. You were competing. Yeah. Okay. I can hold. Yeah. I can hold his lead yeah. in. Shannon. Shannon would have destroyed. That was him. the answer to what stinks. <laughs> <laughs> what stinks? Da, 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 da. I was on about. You know, it's not too five fifteen in the morning. <laughs> you know, it's, not too, it's not too late to start this over if you'd like. You just, I didn't say a goddamn word. <laughs> I, I don't even know. This what I'm side saying. of the table was real cool. Right. I'll say what I've said many times. No comment. All right. Mm-hmm. Here he is, the king of no comments, <laughs> <laughs> but knows the fucking truth. Jimmy uh, Martin. Everyone. Hey, how you doing? Uh, watch me on KUTV. 
Uh, when what, you're time, actually, what time's that at? Uh, well, when some people are awake, uh, mm-hmm. seven to eight a.m. Saturday and Sunday mornings. Uh, yeah, <laughs> can't, can't <say> much. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, Jimmy. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Whitaker. He's, he's, aspiring, up, he's aspiring to be the new Tony. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Jimmy's a fickly flummox. Not yeah. My, yeah, not my husband. Yep. <laughs> Jay Whitaker, everyone. Hey, what's up? I'm going to just be, I'm just going to be me. Jason, Derek And Whitaker. thank you for that, Jason. Oh, thank you. Derek. Jason. 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 Which is what I was yelling. You couldn't hear me. Friday morning, Jimmy stops by and says hi at, oh, yeah. at, at work, and yeah. and you were out on the street. You were standing in the street, and we were both yelling, "Jason, get out of the get street, street <laughs> Jason!" <laughs> <laughs> and we saw you go to your car and get two parking tickets. Yeah, right away. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get a I totally forgot they got rid of the parking, man. Shit. Yeah. Well, either way, I'm gonna be discussing it on uh, my website and. Writing a letter, jaywhitakercomedy.com. Follow me on Twitter at TokenJ and hashtag SLC Friendzone. Make sure you send me your New Year's resolution. When when can we start seeing this Oh, this show? is, no, as of right now, it's going. Nice. Oh, so I, where, where do I see it? It's it's going to be on the YouTubes, just, courtesy of Vaughn Studios. Do I just go to YouTube Friendzone? Jay Whitaker's Friendzone. Jay it's all It's all there. It's going to be on a Facebook page. It's all, The first episode has already been seen. Watch and click that shit. I play his ex-wife. Nice. Yeah. You play her? That's why, the, <laughs> that's why the boners are so awkward. Oh, no, no, look at the face. And no. random. Look at the face. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't think he approves. I don't think he likes. <laughs> Jay Sancho. I like Jay you, Sancho. man. I like you. Jay I love Sancho. you. Scott Pierce. Yo. <laughs> Lovely to be here. Go. Uh, you sound like a comic in, in D.C., like a black comic. In D- yo, I sound like a black comic. Well, because uh, you I'm said the palest man in America. <laughs> you said yo, it's lovely to be here. That's that oh. that that reminds me of like a, a black intro on Def Comedy Jam. Like yo, really? it's lovely to be here. Yeah. Oh, wow. you sound like a comic, and you I'm got the more, you got the hoodie on. You I'm got way the jacket. more ethnic than anyone would have thought. I got a hoodie on. It's Eeyore. <laughs> this is Eeyore. It is an Eeyore jacket. Yeah, not, I uh, just I told I was trying to figure that out the entire time, and I, now I realize it's not very straight. It got it's, swag though. It's oh, ethnic. Oh, it's oh, ethnic. Poo, I'm it's donkey. Sltrip.com. See if you can find my stories. It'd be like a drinking game. <laughs> uh, Every time you find a story, <laughs> take a shot. You won't get all that drunk. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Scott D. Pierce. That's easier to find. Oh man, you funny. That's awesome. Yo, yo, yo. Maybe they'll get it done right before the end of the year. Nah. And it could be a New Year miracle. <laughs> nah. I like no? you with the fedora. You in the Maybe hoodie. Maybe the internet will crash and newspapers will be relevant. <laughs> Could happen. Don't laugh. Any luck. It's sad. Uh, Lee George Cade, everyone. Lee's us. It's so nice to be here. Uh, it's kind of funny. I've, I've been told by uh, multiple people who've been in the restaurant at the same time that Jay was there that he is, and I'm quoting, hot. So those of you mm. out there who have not actually seen Jay... Uh. I've been told now. I could have well, told you that. He's hot. You can see him on, on the uh, friends. So it is cold outside. He's so cold. It's cold outside. It's getting rapey in here again. Uh, it's, uh, I'm, I'm leading <laughs> into what is, strangely enough, the busiest time of my of my year at Fresh. Oh. Yeah, because New Year's time, a lot of people go vegan. 
for about three weeks. Oh, I that's so right. I you got to yeah. take yeah. advantage of this. Yeah. So your, your January is going to be big. My yeah. January is big, but don't let that deter you. We do have some healthy food. We've also got some kind of healthy junk food. It's good stuff. Fresh Compassion Eatery, 145 so East, 1300 South, Suite 201, uh, Monday through Friday, uh, Saturday, 8 to 8. 8 to 8. And uh, just tell them Jay sent you. I'd, that's right. You better get them full Whitaker nachos. I, I didn't even Suck think of em. that, but that's exactly, you know, with that, like gems across the yeah, country. Yeah, I, I, oh, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't even realize it the first January we were open. I was like, what the hell? We got, li- we got a line out the door and yeah. people are ordering kale. Yeah. And, <laughs> no, it's, it's true. Gems, vegan rest, all the, the healthy, yeah. your whole foods yeah. is going to be slammed. Whorehouses. But that's, Poor yeah, yeah resolution. That's just me. I, so, my favorite time of the year is March when everyone just kind of dies down. When they quit the, their yeah, resolution. Yeah, when they quit yeah. their resolution. Because mm-hmm. they hit January, the February, then it starts to warm up and they go, ah, fuck this. Yeah, no. fuck this. Yeah, I've, I've, actually, I've actually found it stays good for us until school gets out. It really does. I predict so, that they will stick with it. Because I think this year they good, will. Yeah. It's good they, stuff. And you don't even have to be a vegan to eat our food. No. I mean, I, I'm not a just, vegan. I love the food. Yeah. Not, the shit's named after me, so I'm not even vegan. Well, it's funny because your uh, white cousin Josh thinks it's named after him. Yeah. But <laughs> he should note the spelling. <laughs> yes. I love you, cuz, but that shit ain't named after you, son. Oh. <laughs> Is he your cousin or your son? No, he's my cousin. Oh, okay. He's actually his uncle's here's, son. Here's every <laughs> uncle's cousin's son. Shannon Barnes and everything. Yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great to be here, guys. Everything all right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. It's a loaded question. Uh, right it's now, like so. two weeks of the future, but who knows? <laughs> Things are great. Fucking lost an eye or something by this time. I'm no, sure. man, I think I think I think at this time you would be you would be doing. Like, are you are well. you keeping moisturized? Has Jay counseled for, you for, on for your yeah. keeping moisturized? Hey, you want some moisture? You know, who the fuck else gets an infection in their fucking elbow because they don't moisturize? Uh, it happens. Why people? Otherwise, they would have never diagnosed it. They would have said, oh my God, this has never happened before. You're watch, a medical oddity. Watch Bill Burr. Some, uh, when you guys get a chance, watch Bill Burr's rant on lotion and being ashy. It's yeah. in it. It's He talks I, about it. It's great. Well, I just love it too. Like The doctor flat tell me, like, so as this gets better gonna fucking hurt worse i'm like yeah sounds about right yeah that's your luck <laughs> that sounds- shannon, <laughs> shannon i would i would like to congratulate you on the surviving cast of jakes of hazard buying one of your houses that's right Whatever. i looked into the future yeah. and i saw it's, this so if i like you know i'm a guy i don't like to go to the doctor yeah uh because i work with only women and i got a girl now <laughs> i got like 40 girls going go to the doctor yeah go to the fucking doctor i'm like <laughs> okay what it takes, I guess. Well, if you need any moisturizing tips, Jay is right there. What's up, man? What you need? Or a moisturizing tip? He just pulls out like a trench coat. And uh, just got, like, I know. What you need, dog? Oils. You, you, want, you want body oil? You want baby oil? In New York. Uh, I just been uh, smearing mayonnaise all over my shoulders. No, nah, man, you got to use coconut oil, dog. As soon as you get out of the shower, rub your da- rub yourself down with coconut. Rub oil your what? For the first, co- rub, rub, rub your dick down. That's what I thought he was saying. Oh, it's amazing. Have you seen? What's in this shit? What's in this drink? Good stuff. It's cold outside. I got this from Cosby. What's in my drink? <laughs> it's called a Cosby. Um, Cosby. Jay is so moisturized, What's, his clothes you, just slide right have off. You seen his, have you seen his moisturizer outfit? It's just like Captain Boomerangs, yeah. but instead of boomerangs on the harnesses, it's all just moisturizer. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Neutrogena's, yeah. Nivea, It's like he's like selling stolen watches in New York. Hey, you yep. need a whole bunch of oil. <laughs> I didn't know they still gave you shots in your ass. That was fun to figure out. <laughs> they go back three days in a row. Where else are they going to do it? Yeah. I don't know why I thought. You thought it in your elbow. You me. I thought they were going to shoot it right in my fucking hurt ass elbow. You were thought like, the, like, you were thought the technology had caught up that we don't have ass shots. Anymore. Yeah, and I was like, huh? Okay. Nope. I seriously looked at the chick. And I was like, 
Excuse you know, me? you know when they you left, they were just like, dude, that guy didn't. He totally did. <laughs> he, didn't he, totally did. he totally did it. He totally hey, did. It. I, I told you. I could, I told you I could stick a needle I in his a ass. Give me five bucks. I went to Instacare and I heard a doctor talking shit on me. What? Like through the door at Instacare. I was so fucking mad because she put on the dumb voice. She walks in. She walks in. And she goes, "So how you doing?" Just like, well, actually, you know, this is, it's a lot better uh, than it was, and it was. She yeah. didn't know because she didn't see me the day before. She goes out in the hall. She's like. Oh, I should hear this fucking guy in there. Huh? No, I did say fucking. He's oh, like, okay. you should hear this guy in here. He's like, oh, no, oh, it's doing so much better now. <laughs> and I'm just like, you fucking bitch. I'll, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'll tear apart your little fucking room, man. I'll scatter your goddamn tug depressors all over the place. Look, look, all, the, yeah, look all the sticks and throw the cotton balls yeah, in there. You should have. You should have just said, yeah, just, there you he, go. Well, then I, take I, that butcher paper off the table. He actually took every single <laughs> sterile swab and put it in his belly button. <laughs> and then I asked the, the nurse dude that came in, and I was like, what, what the fuck, man? It's like, she acts like I'm going to die. And he's like, oh, she's so much more... Um, She's so much ca- more caring than the lady yesterday. I was like, really? Because I heard her fucking making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry, Shannon. Fuck just, you, lady. Just keep, keep, hey, man. keep moisturizing. Nah. Yeah. Yo, I work at the W. Dr. Bitch. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Bitch yeah. MD. MD. Dr. Bitch MD. Like That's that. our new show. Respect. Jay, get online. Dr. Bitch MD? Yeah. Dr. Get, Dr. We Bitch need, MD. We need that. Dr. Bitch. We need that, we need that <laughs> trademark. We need to uh, get a, a pitch meeting with the CW. The uh, CW, no, it's got to be on BET. Yeah, but the yeah, medical dramas on the CW oh, do well. No, it'd be a great sitcom called Mr. B and Dr. B. <laughs> Mr. B and Dr. Bitch? Don't Dr. trust... Dr. Bitch! Don't trust the doctor and... Mr. No. No, all right. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two Tall Tony is here. Quad. Hey. Quad-tee. Oh, there he is. Quad-tee. I like to call him QT. I like to call him Tech. Stop it, everybody. I have so many nicknames. It's a kind of overwhelming. I just call you Tony. Too tall, Toby. My Mountain Dew has ginger <laughs> in it. He looks like a bouncer. Did you, did you pour the yeah, ginger I poured it in. in the mountain? It's what good. It, it is good. It's good. Yeah, no, it really is. Now that we've got Snakes you drinking vodka mixers. In there, buddy. Yeah, we got you drinking mixers. We're going to move you up to the hard one stuff. One more step. I know. Know. We're going to move you up to the hard Jesus stuff like Crystal called. Light. called. He said you could have one. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I got the text. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me start that new Facebook account. <laughs> Jesus says it's okay. Oh, who's, who's drunk? <laughs> Tell Je- Tony I said to loosen the fuck up. <laughs> who's drunk? Jesus, and why does he want to be my friend? <laughs> I will accept. <laughs> I will accept. I'm I'm serious. Somebody check on Twitter right now because there's got to be drunk Jesus. Yeah. There's <laughs> got to all. We have one. We be. have one mutual friend. It's Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be a couple of those on there. There's got to be. Drunk God, Jesus. God damn it! I turned the bathwater into wine again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can never get clean oh, God damn it This it's, guy Malachi Really loves me <laughs> Norm MacDonald Is Drunk Jesus hey, uh, There you go There you go hey, uh, a, I got a Twitter uh, myself have, have a drink there Tony <laughs> There's like a bunch Of Drunk Jesus oh, See I knew it. it What about Drunk Buddha Drunk Judas He'd be fun at a party <laughs> no, <laughs> no, He'd betray you He's What about Drunk Pontius Pilate oh, Hello, I'm Drunk Pontius Pilate. I'd like to talk yeah. to you about... Drunk, uh, you're not supposed to be doing this anymore. Drunk, drunk, drunk Judas. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I'll, uh, I'll, no, I won't tell your wife, sure. <laughs> ah, yeah, well, you got some silver in it for me? No. Okay. But. Speaking of drunk, let's talk about our host. Oh, hi, hey. What are you trying to say? Oh. <laughs> I was saying the added sugar in that mixer I know. made this go yeah. to your head. That is some sugar. It's delicious. But, it is good. But it's, it's, I got, it's, it's one of those sip slow. You got to sip slow. Sue made me put in more of the syrup, and I don't think I needed that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I told you. I think that's stuff. You know what needs? You're gonna say no to her. You know, sure, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, needs a, uh, I think if you add a little club soda to that, it'd yeah. be fucking spectacular. We did. 
I'm just saying, if you find my uh, panties laying around the house later, I'm sorry. Dog. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's just... Uh, ah, smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Real smooth. It's just uh, stuff. Who, who makes it? Who, uh, it's uh, Sugar House Libations? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, good they, stuff, they, guys. Congratulations I know. on being awesome. It's uh, pear and ginger infused uh, yeah. uh, syrup. Syrup. I, I and, it may, and it goes great with vodka. They yeah. they found Go. they found the Keebler Elf factory and put some Elven magic in there. Yeah, yeah. that shit is on point. Can, so. can I, I bought a, a strawberry gin. one? Yeah. I could actually good. I could yeah. drink a few of these and not find some of the scenes in the new Hobbit movie. Stupid now. Ah, so hey oh that Barrel River scene is good. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, I like those movies. <laughs> yes, thank you, Drunk Jesus. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Norm Macdonald is. Oh, by the way, uh, Norm Macdonald uh, in the Mike Tyson mysteries as the pigeon. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's hilarious. I know. Yeah. And they've renewed Mike Tyson Mysteries for another season. Yeah. So, oh, maybe How long we'll... is the first season? Is it just like... I don't know. Did it turn out to be like 60 minutes long because they're like 10 minutes each? They're 10 minutes each, and I'm loving every one of them. Yeah. I mean, I've just... I've not been disappointed with an episode yet. That's hilarious. All right. Was that, um, is that your highlight of 2014? The Mike Tyson's Mysteries? I don't know. We, it's you fun. know, we should we should do a highlight. We should. Yeah, we, should. Yeah. we should. All right, we'll take a break and we'll we'll come up with a highlight list. Uh, but uh, there's a couple of quick things here, uh, because something that we've got looking to look forward to in uh, the coming year is uh, Antman. Yeah, Antman. I I like Evangeline Lilly. She's pretty. She smells good. Which I was going to say because you got to meet her. Yeah, she fixed my tie. What? what? Yeah. She got that close to you? Oh yeah. She oh, was, apparently wow. she was fixing everybody's ties in London. <laughs> nice. So is this, she's, is this like oh, a, she's gorgeous? Is this gorgeous? A oh, she's gorgeous. She didn't know who Thanos was though. She didn't. No. I've got some notes here where she talks about the Ant-Man movie. Maybe she's learned who Thanos is. Yeah. Maybe maybe you, maybe I helped her out. <laughs> maybe she was like, oh, Jimmy told me about this guy called Thanos. I better. Well, I didn't tell her. I better wiki, wiki this and find out. Um, it, it, I, I will say this though. Uh, uh, great ass. She or, never turned around. Say what? <laughs> yeah. Ass go, so fat you can see it from the front. No, go go back and watch Lost, oh, where yeah, she's yeah. got the tight jeans and stuff on. And okay. She's, uh, her, her 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 six years on that island, she wore a pair yeah. of jeans and a tank top. Yeah, her and Orlando Bloom sitting next to each other almost blinded me with their beauties. You uh, you didn't ask her anything about Ant Man, did you? Uh, no. Somebody did. No. There, there was a Marvel rep with a gun to his head. Uh, BuzzFeed. Um, this is what she talked about. She talked about the Edgar Wright uh, situation mm-hmm. and how she nearly quit. Huh? She nearly quit when it was uh, announced that uh, Edgar was uh, leaving. Says, I think we all signed on very enthusiastically with Edgar. We were excited to work with Edgar. First of all, does she have an accent of any kind? No. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Uh, we were fans of Edgar. It so, sounds like this. The wind split happened. (laughs) (laughs) I was in the fortunate position where I had not signed my contract yet. So I had the choice to walk away, and I almost did, because I thought, well, if it's because Marvel are big bullies, and they just want a puppet, and not someone with a vision, I'm not interested in being this movie, which is what I was afraid of. Uh, And having not signed the contract, she refused to sign until she could see the new script. Finally got the script, literally the day before I was supposed to go in for fittings. She said, I'm not going in for fittings until I read this. Uh, in her mind, she sees what the problems were with the original script and says, it simply wasn't a Marvel film. Mm-hmm. It's probably a standalone. I saw with my own eyes that Marvel had just pulled the script into their world. Hmm. Uh, I mean, they've established a universe. Everybody has come to expect a certain aesthetic. 
and a certain feel for Marvel films. And what Edgar was creating was much more of an Edgar Wright camp of films. Mm. They were very different. And I feel like if Marvel had created Edgar's Incredible Vision, which would have been like a classic comic book, it would have been such a riot to film and so much fun to watch. But it wouldn't have fit in the Marvel Universe. It would have stuck out like a sore thumb no matter how good it was. It would have taken away from the cohesive universe that they're trying to create. Therefore, it ruins the suspended disbelief that they built. I signed on and never looked back. Hmm. What a classy statement. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's yeah that was a great script. I love that script. I wanted to make that movie, but yeah. I love this other thing. And, and it fits better. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, I thought that was really cool. Now and, I love her more. And it just, it just makes me really kind of look forward to... I never thought I'd say this. I'm looking forward to Ant-Man yeah. as a movie. Ant-Man. You know, I mean... I, We've said this a hundred times on the show, but ever since Guardians, yeah, I just go for it. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Yeah, I'm, want? S- I'm still a little concerned about the Je- uh, Jessica Jones. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, casting. Casting. I feel it. Don't, I'm not. You know, we'll, we'll see. I just am not crazy about uh, Kristen Ritter. I'm not crazy about her, but I, I just, I, you know, I'm for her. Well, she's a <laughs> she's kind of she is an actress, and they are yeah. trained in becoming. Characters, yeah, no, no, only in England. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Not in America. Not American actors. Uh, America. That's a great uh, a Hiddleston quote. Actually, somebody was asking him why why British <laughs> actors can do so many great American accents, and he's like, "Well, because we'll get training, and go to school to do this. <laughs> we practice. Yeah, <laughs> we'll learn how it's to a do thing it. Called practice. We learn shit. Yes. All right. Uh, let's see. This is a uh, TV series that is coming. Mm. Sci-fi TV series. They're doing a lot more... uh, Sci-fi? (laughs) Sci-fi. That's good. On the Sci-Fi channel. Uh, This is This is... Tell me if you've heard this plot before. All right? It's a show called The Magicians. It's a college for magic. Is Bill Bixby in it? Oh, wait, this... A group of students. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was elementary school you're thinking of in high school. Bill Bixby's The Magicians. Uh... (laughs) It's it's apparently a series of books, uh, Lev Grossman books. A group of students at a college for magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've added uh, the two latest actors, Jason Ralph and Sosie Bacon, to its cast. Ralph will play Quentin Coldwater. <laughs> yes. <laughs> apparently that upsets the canines. He will no. play a character called Perry Hotter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, you don't bark. Um, clearly you're incorrect in that uh, you you don't seem to see the squirrel out there that is taunting her did did she see the squirrel I don't know I'm just Just doing this just shaking his fist come on bitch (laughs) (laughs) come through the window step into my dojo dog (laughs) I will sweep your leg Uh, Quentin Coldwater a brilliant yet withdrawn young man who feels alienated by his peers including huh he's a cutter including a hopeless crush on the beautiful Julia Quentin finds himself at Break Bill's College for Magical Pedagogy. Well, pe- pe- pedagogy. 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 The art of teaching. Oh, okay. Pedag- Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> hey, quit making me learn stuff. <laughs> Got to teach. We got the ball and cup trick today. <laughs> bacon will play Alice, a shy but lovely woman who attends Break Bills. Is this, is, is this actual Bacon playing a woman? And is regarded as an outcast among her peers, despite her brilliance as uh, a practitioner of magic. As a pork byproduct. So it's uh, on the Sci-Fi um, Channel, but it's Harry Potter with a CW cast. Uh-huh. That's what it sounds like. There's going to be a lot of guys taking their shirts off. I love Bacon. 
I gotta get some pedagogy going. A lot of candlelight. Yeah. Pedi- pedagog. Yeah. I don't know. Pedigree? There's so much conflict with my family right Go-Jira. now. Gojira. I'm about to lose my Pedi- father's Go-Jira. business. <laughs> I have Go-Jira. to take my shirt off. Duel someone. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, I guess we can take a break here. Nope. We've got some broken news coming up. Yeah. Is there anything at the end of this episode, uh, James? Uh, no. All right. Nope. Well, then, after these messages... <laughs> we'll be right back. Woof. The Atomic Arcade at 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday. You've probably seen my high score there on the Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator. That's KJJ, or my initials. And you can play that game for free because you're a friend of the Geek Show on Sunday. The Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator is free to play on Sunday. Thank you, Atomic Arcade. If you haven't been in... I, I pity you. You really need to go and check this place out. Classic arcade games, a lot of great memories in there. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Asteroids, Centipede, Defender, Berserk, Star Castle. they got classic pinball in there as well. You don't have to hassle with those tickets. It's free admission. You just walk right in and start plunking your quarters in. And uh, the Atomic Arcade right across the street from a bar named Sue and downstairs from Cruiser's Bar. So, you know, get a few games in, blow off some steam on your lunch or work break, or, uh, you know, sort of nimble up your reflexes before you go home. Free admission, no hassle with tickets, classic games at classic prices. It's the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive. Cabin Fever caters to the inner weirdo on your holiday list. From fembots to femme fatales, houses of psychotic women to American horror stories, they put the unique in geek. Along with classic favorites, they offer unique merchandise for the horror hound on your gift list, as well as exploitation film reference guys for the enthusiast. But new this year, a special Krampusnacht nod to Euro geeks. Google it, kids. Cabin Fever has a collection of reproduction Krampus cards from the 1800s, Sticker books for kids, a history book, and the origins of Krampus, glass-blown Krampus ornaments, Krampus stockings, and Krampus playing cards as well. And speaking of naughty, how about a fully illustrated book of all of the 1960s and 70s sleaze movie posters to add to your collection, or a compendium of all-time greatest Playboy covers? They also carry the Funko Pop vinyl and reaction figures, tin signs, candy cards, holiday CDs, paper bows you can wrap all your stuff up in. Stop by and say hi. Dave and everybody at Cabin Fever would love to meet our listeners. Located in historic Trolley Square on the corner of 5th South and 7th East, tell them Geek Show says, hey, Geek Krampus Show, is going to get you. I'd like to invite you to Fresh Compassion Eatery, my tasty little corner of Salt Lake City. At Fresh, we focus on plant-based cuisine. But that doesn't mean you're getting a sawdust platter with a side of dehydrated kale flakes for lunch. Our passion is full-flavored dishes like our signature Fancy Boy Wrap, eggless egg salad, and the all-new Full Whitaker Nachos. We have a lot of fantastic heart-healthy salads, soups, and on entrees that will fill you up without emptying out your wallet. Also, check out our full-service vegan coffee bar and our pastry case full of incredible goodies from Cakewalk Vegan Bakery. And you never know, I just might have the latest scoop on your favorite geek stuff. That's Fresh Compassionate Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201 in Salt Lake City. We're open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. You can also call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277. Get all that info at FreshEats.com. And thanks, Geek Show, for helping make Fresh such an awesome reality. But the fire is so delightful Oh, thank you And since we've no place to go 
Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't right. show signs of stopping. Yes, uh, I know Christmas is over and this is Christmas music, but uh, psh, what do you want? Sorry. Don't be too critical. All right, this is the end of the year fireside chat. I am your host, Carrie Jackson. And uh, we're going to do some broken news here first before we uh, get to the uh, end of the year fireside chat. Uh, but I just uh, just want you to picture the setting here. I'm sitting here in front of the roaring fire. It's the holiday season, so I decided to forego my usual clear vodka that makes me a lovely socialite woman and go with something uh, a nice darn and uh, dark and brown. You know, it just seemed like something... Uh, Something like this for the, seemed for the holidays seemed to be a little bit better. So, little uh, little Maker's Mark, nice, you know, American. There we go. All right, just uh, quickly some broken news before we uh, get to the uh, fireside chat. I uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, where where are the boys? Okay, that's what you're wondering. Where are the rest of the Geek Show guys? I give them this one time off a year so they don't have to see me cry my eyes out. Okay, that's why. Broken news, here we go. And then we'll get to the rest of this episode, which is affectionately called Like a Drinking Game. All right, uh, just, uh, this is some stuff that broke last week, so you've probably already heard about it, but just in case. Oh. Oh, Bing Crosby, you old wife beater, you. Uh. Oh, I shouldn't call him a wife beater. He beat his kids as well. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's see. We do have some casting. Uh, Mike Coulter has been set for uh, Marvel Netflix uh, Luke Cage. Uh, they say it was an extensive casting search, but if you recall, a few episodes back, we called this one. Uh, Mike Coulter has been nabbed uh, in the uh, sought-after role. He comes from, uh, you may have seen him in The Following or The Good Wife. Uh, our friend Egg has been watching that Halo TV series, and uh, he's in it, and Egg says he's very good. He was also on American Horror Story. Um, Salt. He was in Men in Black 3. Uh, he will uh, make his debut in the Marvel Universe with a recurring role opposite Kristen Ritter, first in Jessica Jones, and then they'll move on to the his own show, Luke Cage. So you'll first see him in the Jessica Jones series on Netflix. That's where he will show up first. So there's that. That's some good news. Handsome man. Handsome. Damn handsome. Let's see, we got, uh, what else we got? Oh, some other casting news. Uh, Walking Dead cast a uh, female lead. It's not Walking Dead per se. It's the it's the, uh, the Companion series, I guess you could call it. The Companion series. They're calling it, it's, it's working under the name Cobalt right now. Whether that remains or not, might I suggest that you put Walking or Dead in there somewhere. Otherwise, no one's going to know what it is. Uh, their female lead has been cast. She's Kim Dickens from uh, Gone Girl and Sons of Anarchy. We won't hold that against her. Uh, she will play the role of Nancy Tompkins, a guidance counselor who works and uh, is dating her colleague, Sean. Uh, she has two kids, but it's unclear what happened to her husband. She has a troubled past that will come up later in the series, as they always do. All right. Uh, let's see, uh, we got this from the Alberta Film Classification Board, and I only bring it up just because, well, Ant-Man. <laughs> the trailer is finished, and this is as of uh, last week. The trailer is finished, 
and uh, it has been classified, uh, rated as PG, according to the Alberta Film Classification Board. That's Canada. But the uh, running time is a minute 48 long, and that means we'll probably be seeing it soon. Uh, Also, uh, Star Trek got a new director. Uh, The Fast and Furious guy is going to be directing uh, Star Trek now. And... uh, Let's see, Jeremy, let's see, uh, oh yeah, Justin Lin. Um, He was going to be directing the second Jeremy Renner starring Bourne spinoff, but that got pushed off the slate because Matt Damon said he'd come back and Paul Greengrass said they'd come back. So uh, he's free, and he is signed on to direct the third of the rebooted Star Trek films. Makes sense, because Lin is tied to uh, Orchie and Alex Kurtzman through Scorpion. Uh, which he directed the pilot of and is producer on with them. Uh, He will uh, play well within that established universe. So here's hoping that it's a little bit better. People wonder what I think of Into Darkness. I liked it fine. I know a lot of you didn't. I'm not proud of the fact that I liked it, but there you go. Uh, Let's see. Also, um, this I found very interesting because... This podcast has always been, you know, our mantra. It's the Mystery Science Theater 3000 lyrics. If you're wondering how he eats and breathes and other science facts, just repeat to yourself, it's just a show. I should really just relax. We try not to be that geek (laughs) on the show, and we try to encourage the rest of you to not be that geek. But it looks like those geeks are... Even after our very own director of Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn, um, he uh, posted on his Facebook. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'll just read parts of it here because it's pertaining to being that geek. And uh, the direction I would like you to go in the coming year, 2015. Uh, He writes, woke up the other day to two articles. One that announced that I said the Avengers and Guardians were never teaming up. Another that said that I said they were. These two articles were based on the same interview. The truth is, I never said either of those things. I'm not going to tell anyone what happens to the Guardians, especially two or three movies down, and who even knows if I'll be around anymore. Excuse me. Thank you. Uh, Whatever the case, there's been a lot of anger around me, at me, from people defending me, at others, and so on. And it's all the people who love Marvel, like me, and just want to see awesome and amazing movie stories. He goes on to explain what he meant about whether the Guardians would be involved with the Avengers or not, and I'll let you go to his Facebook page and read all of that. But he closes with, More importantly, I'm getting a lot of questions about the AA batteries in Quill's Walkman and how Quill's Walkman can survive for so long. Guys, they have the alien technology to travel faster than light between planets. I think they can figure out an alternative power source for the Walkman, and they likely also have technology to slow the degradation to the tape and player. This seems obvious to me, he writes. Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe that uh, people actually are obsessed with that. Uh, and 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 that you're going to let something like that kind of slightly 
ruin your experience. Anyway. Um, so I just want you to be cognizant of that sort of thing going into the new year. Let's try not to be that kind of geek, shall we? All right. Jesus, Lord. All right. I wanted crackling fireplace. I didn't want this necessarily. Okay, all right. Anyway, uh, it is the end of the year. And so, uh, now I wrote this down so I wouldn't, you know, I'd be able to power through, okay? Here we go. I want to thank you all for listening, loving, giving, and sharing. Because without you, we wouldn't continue. And I mean this, when you see the panelists out and about on the streets, social media, wherever, make sure that you tell them that you appreciate what they do here. That little thank you goes a long way. And I want to thank the panelists, my brothers, for everything that they do for me. Uh, Shannon, my lifelong friend, Your Irish warrior spirit was formidably challenged this year. And you took several beatings. But I know that 2015 will be filled with victory for you. Uh, Jimmy, very proud of him. Uh, be sure to stay tuned to the end of uh, this episode. Uh, he will uh, give you the uh, UFCA Best of 2014 winners. Uh, Utah Film Critics Association. He is the president, after all. But I'm very proud of Jimmy. Uh, the tragedy took his feet from underneath him, but he stood again and now stands even taller. And uh, Lee, boy, he's our Jedi Master. We needed your strength, and you provided. We looked to you to guide us through the dark days and I can see that we chose our spirit guide wisely Jay your energy has kept us motivated to power through all of the tough times you're like a little brother to me and I really look forward to the day when we say we all knew him before he was famous. Uh, Tony, this is your official notification. You have been adopted officially and legally by the panelists. So remember that come Father's Day, don't be afraid to ask us all for help if you need it. Even Scott. Yes. And Scott, here's a wish that your health improves in the new year. Because when you're feeling good, it's truly a pleasure to be around you. Um, Geek Show, we've had a love-hate relationship with 2014. Some of our uh, greatest victories happened this year and some soul-crushing uh, crushing losses. Um, looking back at 2014 and looking forward to 2015, I found this quote from uh, the good doctor, my doctor, Dr. Hunter S. Thompson. And I want you to remember this and live it. 
Good news is rare these days. And every glittering ounce of it should be cherished and hoarded and worshipped and fondled like a priceless diamond. So there you go. Uh, Our deep and sincere thanks to all of you for donating to help Zelda, Zelda Vice and the Vice family pay for the funeral service and burial of our dear departed. You really assembled like Avengers from far and wide, from here, Salt Lake, to London, Japan, around the globe. You sent your condolences and help. And I know Zelda is grateful to all of you. So I want you to raise a glass with me right now. I'll wait for you. Get a whiskey or a scotch or something. Something brown and smoky. Nice. So raise a glass with me now. And again, I quote the good doctor. Fuck that music. Some may never live, but the crazy never die. Here's to absent friends. All right. I think I made it through, right? Okay. Let us continue. (laughs) Uh, Back to the episode. The episode lovingly called Like a Drinking Game. And be sure to stay after the end of the episode for the uh, 2014 UFCA winners. Please do enjoy. Kenneth Lynn to Google. Michael Rodatis, Amazon. Armelene Cabreros, IBM. Looking for a software development degree that can launch your career in technology? Check out Newmont University in Salt Lake City, where you can earn a four-year bachelor's degree in just three years. And while your friends are still slaving over homework, you could be looking at a $63,000 a year paycheck. Learn more at newmont.edu. That's N-E-U-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. Anthony William, Yahoo. Hi, this is Dan, the Laptop Man from PC Laptops in Salt Lake City. Many of our customers are computer experts with decades of experience that are so smart, they know how to build their own computers with their own bare hands. Yet, they buy their computers from PC Laptops because of one thing. The PC Laptops Desktop Lifetime Parts and Labor Warranty. If a video card blows up, normally, you'd have to mail it to Chumbawamba for weeks to get service. Imagine having your computer down for weeks. Experts buy from PC Laptops because time is money. And if you have a part fail on your PC Laptops desktop, we will replace it forever for free. Get a brand new PC Laptops desktop for just $7.99 with a lifetime warranty at any PC Laptops locations. While supplies last, $7.99, you can't beat that deal. Please visit us at any one of our locations right now. Call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com. Desktop computers with a lifetime warranty for just $7.99. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, it is December, and that means that every week of December, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection has a different sale going for you. For example, November 30th through the 6th of December, 20% off all gaming. December 7th through December 13th, 20% off all toys and statues. December 14th through the 19th, 20% off all graphic novels. And December 20th through the 31st, 20% off everything in the store. Oh, yeah. 
A lot of great stuff uh, coming this month to uh, Dr. Volt's Marvel Shield number one. Mark Wade brings you the team from Marvel's Agents of Shield TV show into the Marvel Universe. Welcome to Level Eight. Uh, DC Secret uh, Secret Six. Gail Simone is back with a new 52 debut of a fan favorite team. Six strangers are brought together under mysterious st- circumstances for an explosive first issue. That will leave you asking, what is the secret? And Mike Mignola is back writing his iconic Hellboy and the BPRD number one on Dark Horse. They have weekly Magic the Gathering tournaments, Yu-Gi-Oh! and HeroClix tournaments. Go see them at 2043 East 3300 South or shop at their digital store, drvolts.com. And we're back. Woo! All right, just a couple of things here and then we'll get to our favorite things of the year. But I'm all right. My, My drink's gone. I'm so Aww. sad now. Oh, <laughs> We should have got that refilled. I heard that the, the Jackson household has a free refill policy. That's this, is true. My, this is my least favorite part of 2014. Oh, buddy. That's, that's not true. But. It's an empty glass. Uh, really quickly here, uh, the director of the comedy horror movie The Gathering, not to be confused with Magic The Gathering, has emerged. Um, also, uh, we have the cast of The Devil. What actor do you think when you think... Ray Weiss. Weiss. I think Ray Weiss. Al Pacino. Kathy Lee Griffith. Russell Crowe. Or Kathy... That bitch. Whatever. Her name. Both. Either... One of them Kathy. Al Pacino. That's the answer. Shannon, you must have watched... uh, Al Pacino. Reaper. Reaper Reaper was great. Good show. Ray Weiss. He's the devil. Ray Weiss. Uh, Simon Pegg, actually. Oh. Oh. Simon Pegg is cast uh, cast as the devil. He'd be a sassy devil. It's an anthology film using... you know, uh, and, and, And the devil is the framing device. Uh, John Keyes uh, is uh, directing this. On Halloween night, the devil brings together Mary Shelley, H.P. Lovecraft, Bram Stoker, and Edgar Allan Poe in purgatory to tell their best untold tales. The idea being that whoever has the best story of the night gets to leave purgatory forever. Hmm. Wow. So that's that's the plot of of the show. He says, we've tried to put a spin on the essence of the stories. Uh, they're the most well-known for. Stoker tells a vampire tale, but it's not about Dracula. H.P. Lovecraft's story is sort of reanimator-esque, set in a Victorian era. Uh, we've approached it with the idea that what these writers would be like after all of these years after they've died. They've got a slightly modern sensibility, as though they've kept up with the changing times while they've been in purgatory. So well, Poe's reading the story that he wrote on his iPad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> while still holding on to the personalities and nuances that that they had in the eras that they lived in. Well, the longer you're in purgatory, the more people come in and, yeah. and tell you what life was like. Let yeah. me oh, tell sure. you about Wi-Fi, Edgar Allan Let me tell Poe. you about the Kardashians. It's mm-hmm. fucked up. <laughs> no! <laughs> so, Dead ass, though. You're going to love the casting Photoshopped, of, of, of the rest of these. So. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe, Jeffrey Combs. Hmm. Oh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Dr. Herbert West. Hmm. Okay. Uh, H.P. Lovecraft, David Naughton, not a great. I'm not sure who that is. Casting, American Werewolf in London. Oh, okay. And uh, Bram Stoker is being played by Doug Bradley, Pinhead. Nice, huh? I like that. So there you go. Uh, almost, almost not Pinhead. He did not want to play the part. Uh, plus, hmm. Keys adds. We've got Udu Kier, Clint Howard, Robert England, Lynn Shay, Ashley Udo Lawrence, creepy. Gunnar Hansen, who is the original Leatherface, Bill Mosley, 
Debbie Rashawn and William Sadler committed to the movie. It's a huge cast. Hmm. Is this one movie? This is one movie. It's oh, called wow. The Gathering. The the horror movie I didn't even know anything about. It's it's a it's a comedy. I, I hadn't even heard a thing about it until I watched the trailer last week. Is What We Do in Shadows? You guys heard of this? I saw it at Sundance. No. Did you love it? It's What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, it's a it's a mockumentary about it's vampires with, with Jermaine Clement. <laughs> yeah, what? And, yeah, and and just just the, the only scene I saw was them uh, having like this street rivalry with some werewolves down on the docks. Yep. And I, oh god. <laughs> And actually, the, the main werewolf is the guy from uh, Fly the Concord. He's uh, their manager. Uh, prison? Yeah. Prison? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, oh, uh, it's a Reese Darby. Yeah. Reese yeah. Darby. Yeah. Reese Darby. Yeah. But the whole thing, it's, it's this mockumentary where they're going around this house where these four vampires live together. And uh, Jermaine's like this Euro trash vampire. So he's always. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's really good. That I, there's about a good 20 minute dry spell in there. But I wonder if. Because that's when you start reading reviews from Sundance, they'll edit things and yeah. you know, maybe clean it up. Or they, they could say, go to hell, kids. I saw, <laughs> Perfect. But. I saw the awards this movie's picked up. And oh, yeah. It's. it's I, I have not laughed that hard at a trailer my, in a long, long time. My buddy Brooks is actually quoted on the trailer. Okay. Because cool. uh, if you actually watch the trailer, there's the one shot. You know, he just has like, you know, roller coaster of a ride or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a shot where the, at least, I'm guessing, I'm trying to picture, maybe 16 different quotes in one shot yeah. and they all say awesome yeah. like that because Brooks somewhere in his review said awesome so they put every single person that said awesome in their reviews nice. and just had it like up filled in the entire screen <laughs> it's and awesome he, yeah. and he looked at it and he goes holy shit I'm right there <laughs> I, I'm, I'm super stoked for that movie yeah it's good uh, well you guys mentioned uh, Al Pacino hoo-ha greatest this uh, this happened a, this happened a few weeks ago but I, since, since you mentioned <laughs> I was gonna play Spider-Man well he he met with Marvel. Oh, I yep. want to be a raccoon. Ah, rocket. <laughs> I want to play that duck. Hey. How much he knows Howard the Duck. He, uh, I want to play the macabre man thing. Yeah. He said, "Quote." Um, uh, talking about Kevin Feige. If, if the sentence doesn't start with "hoo ha," <laughs> then I don't believe this quote. Hoo <laughs> <laughs> ha. Quack. Uh, he said. <laughs> <laughs> he said. Uh, should I do young Al Pacino? As yeah. A, as sort yeah, of, yeah, a, yeah, sort of yeah, a change of up. Yeah, 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 do it, Carrie. Do it. Do it. Ah, yeah. Right. Do what you want to do. <laughs> I've. Uh, I met with the Marvel guy. <laughs> it's a marvel how things happen. Ask if the Marvel guy was Kevin Feige, and Pacino said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine that either there's something he feels is right for me, and if I feel... Then his phone began to ring. Hello! Where he said... Uh, it's Marvel saying, Al, shut the that's, fuck up. That's, Mar- <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. He said, that's oh. probably Marvel calling, telling me to shut up. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I do not want him in any Marvel project. Sorry. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just rip you right out of the whole thing. Uh, okay. Like yeah, a yeah. Stanley cameo. I could see that. Okay. But I like the Stanley. I would say, I, and I was, I didn't, I hadn't read that quote that about Marvel telling him to shut up because that's actually why. Because he would ask me if I asked her uh, eventually, Lily, about Ant Man. I just anything with the Marvel people, yeah. they're so far under yeah. non-disclosure agreement. You're not going to get they anything. They would get fucking shot. Yeah, you know? exactly. And they've probably been asked that so many times that it's just annoying. Yeah, exactly. Know? I did tell Lee Pace. I don't know if I said this on the show before that when I was getting up, I did say. Thanks for being the only character to talk back to Ronan or to talk back to Thanos. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it didn't really go well for me. No. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, oh, here's here's uh, here's a little something. James Cameron. Hooah! Hey ya! Hey ya! 
I Used spend to make a, good movies. I spend a lot of money on movies. I'm going to stop the Academy Awards for two minutes. Uh, I found this in uh, Empire Magazine. Uh, he, he was asked about the Avatar sequels. And here's a direct quote. You will shit yourself with your oh, mouth yeah. wide open. Nah, no. <laughs> I read that quote, am I, too. Am what? I, am I going to shit? That could be either good or bad. You could well, be, I almost I, did that watching that last Transformers movie. Am I, I, I going to shit? My shit just came out of my mouth. Am yeah. I, yeah, I was going to say, am I going to shit out? Well, what other movies of his own does he have to rip off? You will shit yourself with your mouth wide open. That's a great quote. Yeah. So this, I, I that is a great don't quote. believe him. This time he's going to tell But it is a great quote. It's got me excited. He's leaving out the part where they give you laxatives at the door before you sit down. Well, and <laughs> he's he's actually doing a sci-fi Open version. Your mouth. This one's a, a <laughs> sci-fi version of Titanic with the script of True Lies. Oh, so, and, be, and because you mentioned Transformers, I, I had to bring this up. This was a few weeks ago when uh, when does the Academy voting end? Academy voting ends because they, they do nominations uh, right when Sundance is going on. So I think voting ends probably about second week of February. Oh, okay, so they're, take. They're, so they announced them. So by this time, I'm sure we know the <laughs> nominees, right? The Academy Awards. Yeah. What this is? This is uh, the this 20, the 29th. Yeah, last. No, it'd be next month. Next. Oh, the end, okay. The end of January. Right. Oh. Yeah. You were in for a surprise, though, Karen. Well, there is an ad that Paramount has taken out. You know, and they take out ads in in Hollywood trade publications to try to encourage people like Jimmy. I get them all the time. Uh, to vote for their film. Absolutely. They've taken out an ad asking the Academy members to consider Transformers 4 for Best Picture. I used it as toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> as well as... Fuck you. As well as every other available Oscar category imaginable. Oh, yeah. Best Supporting Actress. Except for any acting category. Oh, shocking. <laughs> Well, actually, I mean, hey. fuck you. I mean, to even have the balls to say best picture, fuck off. Well, why, hey, look why, at that. It's a Transformer. Why there. stop there? I mean, why not nominate the actors and actresses if well, you're going to say best picture? I would I say mean, the only thing, and it better not, the only thing that that thing could win would be... Visual well, two effects. Things. Visual mm-hmm. effects, but sorry, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes needs to win that one. Yep, yeah. definitely. And, uh, what about for explosions? No, but sound design. Explosions. Yeah, it'd be sound, sound editing and like you know hmm. that. I kind thought of stuff. sound was terrible. I'm, well, T.J. Miller's death I, scene I was the, I, did whole, I did that whole it movie. It fucking garbage. Yeah. But those, those are the ones that that movie will you know could win. Remember so that the, one scene where like uh, John Goodman's fat ass robot was running around shooting and it was like all weirdly slow motion and there's this disjointed like voiceover by yeah. Goodman on it and I was just like. The fuck is going on? It was the most slapped together piece of shit I've seen Ugh. in a long time. So you're saying it's I up still for want the... a Bud Light from Mark Wahlberg now. So you're saying it's up hey, for look. the uh, Phantom Menace categories? The, yeah, right. Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! Hey, my transformer broke open. This I mean, thing. you want a Bud White? Huh? I, I, I'm sorry, folks. Is, is a billion fucking dollars not good enough for you? Like, you know, well, if no, anybody I, votes for that piece of shit, I think they want that feather in their cap. Fuck that feather and fuck that cap. They're I know, not going to get it. I know. No, that's no disgusting. I know one guy who'd be willing to vote for it for dinner. <laughs> mm. In the exchange of dinner, I mean. Sorry. Never mind. Sorry. What does he get for right. dessert? Uh, <laughs> Selfie. <laughs> Best of the year. Oh, let's oh. let's go around the year table. Year in review. Year in review. And uh, I'm sure we'll have a couple of repeaters on this list. Sure. But uh, best we... best of the year. Who wants who wants to start? Who wants to volunteer? I mean, I'll, I'll, well, two, two films come to my mind. One, uh, I think everybody's going to say it's Guardians oh, yeah. of the Galaxy. Uh, but the one thing that I almost, I think, started crying was the whole Footloose connection. And I think we all know why. Oh, yeah. the scene? 
the scene and the, and the line of we're Kevin, we're like Kevin Bacon, we're like Kevin just, Bacon, yeah, yeah. I think just you know with Vice and, and the whole thing, it just it it was the first Marvel movie that he wasn't there with us, but it was that weird connection that just I I loved it. Hmm. Um, the other one was, and I loved that you guys were there with me. Was after Vice passed, the first movie we saw was Edge of Tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah. and that was not only fucking amazing. It was great having you guys there, but it was one of the biggest surprises of the year of just how uh, cool that movie was. That that movie, I, it's a crime that people did not go see that movie. Yep. It's a crime that they changed the stupid title. I mean, well, that, that the that, title was what it was to begin I with. I don't think that got more people to watch it. I don't think so either. No. Really. No, I don't think it did. Because I, I, I keep telling people this movie's great, and they're like, "Really?" I still get blank looks when people are like, "Oh, what?" You know, really new good sci-fi movies have you seen yeah. this year? And I, I put it right up there with Looper, but more people saw Looper than this. Yeah, so. I mean, the uh, the BFCA like not only do we vote you know best actor, best actress like that, they have these. I mean, there's like forty categories where we get into you know best comedy, best action film, best actor in a comedy, best actress in the you know all this stuff. It gets really into it, and but for best sci-fi. Uh, film it was Guardians and then um, what do you call it and then I put Edge of Tomorrow because it's fantastic it really is good yeah it was a huge surprise and, that, and Emily Blunt boy she was and she's she's in my best actress uh, action films she I was want, number one I want her in a Marvel movie so bad I'm, yeah as much she, as I love Scarlett Johansson I wish yeah. that Emily Blunt would have taken Black Widow yeah was she was she the one that they've talked to about Miss Marvel. I don't know. I so. they, they talked to they talked to one of the younger actresses out there about Miss Marvel. She wasn't too familiar with the character. I don't. I think that it was sucks. Emily Blunt. It could have been somebody else. Yeah. What and could they, she play? In uh, she Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. No, I mean, besides besides her, if we but, but her rea- this, whatever. Who, I think it was her. It could have been somebody else. But her reaction was, uh, "I'm not too familiar with the character." And so, well, you know, she'd be like the first major motion picture superhero influencing and guiding a lot of young women. And she was like, "That sounds badass." I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. so. anyone else? I'm drawing a blank at the moment. Y'all got to come back to me. Uh, I have uh, I had a lot of things I love this year. I mean, mm-hmm. Guardians. And we got a lot of great TV this year. Yeah. A lot of great TV. Oh, yeah. Um, but my favorite thing out of all of it is, you know, the Apes movie, the new Apes movie. Dawn. Yeah. Dawn yeah, of the Apes is really fucking good, but there's a scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go and look it up. Brilliant. Two of the best performances that you will see on film this year. Caesar and Koba, the human work scene. Bring me to tears. Yeah. God damn, it's, it's so powerful mm-hmm. where he looks Caesar in the eye and says, human work. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, it is so fucking good. Yeah. I can't get enough of it. And that, it, because Planet of the Apes is just, God, it's just fucking love. Yeah. And it's so good. It's such a fucking good movie. Anyway, it's amazing. Sorry. It's funny you bring that up because earlier, I mean, this is weeks ago since we recorded this, but... Uh, at the screening that we just had, uh, you know, all the UFCA members are like, our our vote was due, it's due uh, in two days as we record this. And uh, Scott Renshaw brought up, he goes, what's one thing on your on your list that you know that's not going to make it, but you're going to write it down anyway? And I go, oh, easy. Andy Serkis for best actor in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. He's in my top five. Now, I was I was not going to bring this up, but since you did, <laughs> I, I found some writing. Can't remember where I found it. A big article. Does Andy Serkis deserve an Oscar? Yes. Uh, At least nomination. (laughs) At least nomination for Planet of the Apes. And I was all in. I was like, fuck yes. Fuck yes, he does. Until I read the article. Now. Make some good points. Um, There are a lot of people involved that's in the post-production. Yes, his performances are great. 
But in the post-production, they can tweak things and do things that may not have been noticed while they were live on the set. And so they make a point that, yes, he's really good and innovative and cutting edge and all that, but I kind of wonder. I, I'll let you guys find it. I believe it was Hollywood Reporter that had it. Just look up, does Andy Serkis deserve an Oscar nom for Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? Just yeah. Google that, read the article, and you decide. He, I mean, he talked about that in our interview, and he said, you know, there can be so much in post-production. He's like, but the relationship of that character and that role is between yeah. the director and the actor, and that's on and, set. And say, he makes that point in, in this article. Who, who, played, who played Rocky Dennis in, uh, in Mask, who, you know, uh, when, when Hurt played uh, Merrick in The Elephant Man, we're talking about people who uh, won a lot of critical acclaim while wearing a ton of makeup that they did not design, nor yeah. apply, nor light. So their yeah. performance is what won the acclaim for them. So, yeah, yeah but it's, there's so much that go into the special effects in and the, something in the like post production, to, to yeah. the nuanced looks and the way the eyes move mm-hmm. and everything that but the, 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 everything the, that that emotes on a face can be based on the motion capture of the person. But if it's not executed properly or even embellished on in the post production, you got nothing. Yeah. See, here's here's a couple of the the people who were involved. You know, with some of the uh, uh, the special effects. Speaking about uh, Lord of the Rings specifically, Gollum hears the name Smeagol for the first time in 500 years. We used Andy's body mocap, but I didn't care for what I thought was Andy's too busy facial performance. So I told Al- Adam Valdez to ignore it and animate something subtler. Right. He animated two shots, and Linda Johnson animated the third. They created a memorable acting moment, which did not honor Andy's performance in the slightest. There were many times that we honored Andy's performance to the letter, but this is not one of them. So that's like one of that's, the examples that they used. That's kind of what I was saying. That kind of, yeah. But then, I, it, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I get, I'm not so, taking anything so, away from No, 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 not it, at all. Know? The only way I think that it would actually, you know, 100% qualify is if they used every bit of footage from the motion capture to animate the character in post-production. If they didn't change anything, anything you, about it, then sure. I'd, I'd have to go back. Nod, I'd but, have to go back and look, but... I mean, there's certainly roles of actors who they had CGI brought in. And, you know, the first one maybe comes to mind is probably Gladiator with Russell Crowe. Mm. I'm sure there was CGI done on on his character that it's not him performing it. Yeah, but but we're not talking about the entire look mm. of the character. I mean, because, I mean, go to the... Go to the Apes uh, extras, and there's plenty of footage of them on the set in just the motion capture outfits mm-hmm. and everything. And then go and take a look at the final film, and that's that's much more than... Than I just what you're I talking think, about. Well, it. I just think photoshopped is photoshopped. I mean, where, where's the line drawn then? That's what we need to figure out. Yeah, yeah we're, I think we're, if you accept one, you have to accept we, them we may, all. <laughs> we may be at a new frontier there, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over time. I think we're going to get to a point where where you do have digital artists that are that are bringing back dead yeah. actors. And, I mean, and like, putting them in. Movies. I mean, the dude that photoshopped Ken Kardashian's ass on the cover of Paper magazine. Yeah. It was he deserve an award because right? y'all <laughs> seen the original photos of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> just saying. But no, I'm saying that was the best performance in a scene in a film, as far as I'm yeah. concerned, all year long was those two talking. So I agree. Anyway, I, I, my 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 favorite things going out of 2014. Uh, you know, aside from just this huge wave of everything that I think is cool being cool. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of amazing. Uh, the new edition of D and D has rocked my socks off. The really cool movies and TV shows that we've been treated to. The new edition of World of Warcraft, which I didn't think I'd ever play again, and I'm having a great time with. The new server's awesome. Uh, but but the big one is uh, 
you know, despite the tragedy of it all, um, we we had a terrible thing happen, and yet we had so many people step forward and help make it better in whatever way they could. And that, no matter what I take away from this year, that's the one that I'm always going to remember, is that despite the horrible thing that happened, so many people just stepped up and, and helped try to, although we couldn't make it better, we could make it more livable and more human. So... Uh, and for that, thank you. Thank you to, to everyone who, who did help and everybody who, who stepped forward and, and just showed so much support, so much caring, so much love. That was uh, that was overwhelming. Damn. Who's going to follow that? No. I can because I can think of one thing. There you what? go. Is because after all that said, I think one of the bonding moments we had was a van ride down to San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. For sure. Yeah, I have not had that much fun <laughs> in an automobile. That was great. I haven't had that much sleep in an automobile. <laughs> that was a great time. It I was just great. the immortal words I, of Doctor Reefer. Well, I mean Doctor Reefer, and like you know, talking about fucking mountains, and then like <laughs> making mountains. fun of Jay because he's fucking passed out, and like <laughs> and, you know. and and learning about your moisturizing regimen. That yeah. was that was mm-hmm. fascinating to me. <laughs> going to was it Bevco, going to yes. Bevmo, Bev, yeah, or Bevmo, oh, Bevmo. Jesus on the minivan or whatever. Jesus, Jesus, dirty dancing with a bear on yeah. top of a on top sword. Of a sword. I mean, just um, tilted kilt. Oh fuck yeah! I want to open up one of those. I yeah. I still kind of wish I had changed my plans that night. <laughs> and then I had the the con. I got the con crud bad, y'all. I think I had like bronchitis for real. Really? Yeah. When I came, I was sick for three weeks after I got back. Mm. Didn't Shani say you just no? You just caught drinking with Geek Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then the and we met Michael Coulter, yeah, and Mike Tyson, yeah. The the most, oh yeah, and, and some we the the flight of not the flight the um, Venture Brothers interview that we did, oh, yeah, uh, may, maybe my favorite with thing the goddamn woo. Because all we did was talk about Superman decks. Mm-hmm. Or was yeah. it Batman decks? Batman, 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 Batman dicks. Batman's dick. Yeah, so you yeah. get an opportunity to, to interview two really funny guys who make a living being really funny. Yeah. And what do and we talk about? Bat shit crazy. Batman yeah. dicks. But they were so well dressed. Oh, yeah. God, I, re- I, re- I looked and I was like, God. Yeah. That's cool, man. That was, that was a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to say, uh, like, the things I love this, the most about this year, obviously, if I had to say the two movies... It's a, it's a tie. For my movies of the year, it's a tie. It's Guardians and Edge of Tomorrow. Because I've just, I really just like the, like, I remember sitting next to Jimmy in the screening for Edge of Tomorrow, and we walked out. We're like, that was fun. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, no, we were just, we but were not dumb. Yeah, it was yeah, just, yeah. we were just like, yeah, and I could watch Emily Blunt doing yoga all day. Mm. I mean, like, oh, God. So, I mean, that, um, I would have to say, uh, just as for a year in stand-up comedy, uh, just what's going, what's been going on. Pat Oswalt uh, coming back with a great special again. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Bill Burr again, like uh, that dude. You know, a lot of Louis gets a lot of credit, but Bill Burr, in, in my opinion, is my is my favorite. And uh, who who else had uh, Dave Chappelle's on the, on the resurgence? And I, I'm 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 waiting to see how the whole black comedian hierarchy is, is now going to be re, <laughs> going to be uh, reorganized now that you know Bill Cosby now that kind Cos of, is yeah, gone huh? Cos is, well not you know, well, Hannibal, you know to quote Dave Chappelle uh, Hannibal Burris accidentally killed Bill Cosby <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um so yep, yep. It, I don't know. It was just a great year for stand up, and um, I mean, like, and, th- and this show's been God. I mean, I had my first breakdown this year on. on with the Lime Marita uh, trilogy, uh, <laughs> that was cool. Uh, that was, yeah, no, that was not cool. <laughs> I got another one. 
It's when Geek Show took over Radio from Hell. Oh, that yeah. was a good time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had so much fun that week. <laughs> you could have come. Could have come, dude. I couldn't. <laughs> I have obligations. Yeah, me too. That was that was great. That was a good time. It was. What was? You, hey, listeners. What was your favorite Geek Show moment of this year? <laughs> They're not going to answer you. You know that, right? Hashtag <laughs> Geek Show Year. Oh, okay. Or Geek, Geek Show 2014? Yeah, Geek okay. Show 2014. I'm not go. good at these things. Geek Show 2014. Because I was going to say hashtag just uh, Empire. That doesn't work. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not going to well, tweet it at, uh, at Geek Show. Uh, I, I will say, first of all, I'm just going to say, fuck this fucking year. <laughs> you <laughs> said that last <laughs> year. Yeah. I mean, Well, fuck these last two years. As far as Geek <laughs> Shit goes, yeah. it was uh, awesome. But yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I think. As far uh, as life shit, that right. was. Uh, no, bright point for me. I fucking loved uh, Sonic Highway. Sonic Foo Highway Fighters show, great, great show. I'm a total like uh, music nerd. I and uh, I kind of lost my uh, live music partner. You know, uh, I haven't seen any live music mm-hmm. all year. Basically. I wrote. Um, and it kind of reignited my love of it. You know, I working at Birds for 14 years. Um, booking, just, a lot, booking a lot of the acts. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, man, that show. Just the love that he has for music. Yeah, and he just seems like a cool guy, and just uh, uh, God, I'm like I'm like listening to grunge music again. And shit. <laughs> nice. Back into him, yeah. But it's, it got it's me. An, ba- it got me exploring uh, the old punk again too. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, it makes you want to go to. It made me like God. I got to travel. I want to go to Austin, and I want to go to you know what I mean. The mm-hmm. New Orleans. I've never been there and stuff. So great city. No. If you love music, and especially I love rock documentaries. If you like that shit, you have to watch it. Get over. I'm not a huge Foo Fighters fan. I'm really not. But um, this new album is great, right? <laughs> but uh, it's if you love music, watch that show. It's yeah. really fucking good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta say, for TV, Flash and Arrow this year, you have nothing have else been, on your list. Have I'm been telling you, spoiling right now. me. <laughs> <laughs> Those shows have been so much fun. You, if you're a DC fan, you have got to be fucking. Oh yeah, going nuts right now. You've you, got four. Excellent shows. Uh-huh. We Marvel, we have one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love all four of those shows. Yeah. I really do. Mm-hmm. I, I like Gotham. I don't understand the hate it gets. I don't, I, know. I, don't, I don't hate it. It just didn't grab me. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm so, in the same boat, Lee. Yeah. I'm when, in the same boat. Well, there's so much out there. I can That's see the thing. Well, and, and that actually, you, you'd bring up a good point. I've got like three, maybe four hours of time to watch shows yeah. every week. So, yeah. I, you know, you've got the two CW DC shows. That's that and The Shield. Yep. yep. And, you know, my porn. That's that's oh, all I got time. It takes up all your time. It does. Um, Guardians, just amazing. Yeah. And then uh, Days of Future Past. That was probably my favorite oh, movie. That was of the good. Year. Um, well, that I was really it. good. I I I loved both of those, but I and boy, Winter Soldier was just nearly oh, perfect. Yeah. I forgot about that. Was just, amazing too. It was just nearly so much good shit. There was nearly perfect. What? Oh yeah. God damn it! Yeah, I did. yeah, yeah. It was really. I'm leaving good. all these co- cool yeah. movies. Huh? I forgot about that one. I can. Uh, and with uh, with, with video games. Huh. Vidges? It's actually a remake is my game of the year. The Last of Us remastered for the PS4. So good. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't put that thing down, and it made me have feelings, <laughs> and that, it that was is, fun that to is play. The, that is the first game that is, I've, I've had the emotional breakdown to. Yeah. Have you played those it Walking was, Dead games, though? Oh, uh, wa- from Telltale? Yeah. yeah. You know, Telltale right now, talk about Fucking, an amazing they're, company. They're killing it right yeah. now. Their, their Game of Thrones game is yep. beautiful. Um, yeah, their Borderlands Their Borderlands game, game is fantastic. Awesome. Uh, they just that, finished that, up uh, The Wolf Among Us, which was awesome. That Walking Dead game, Walking though. Dead, season that, one and two. The feels, boy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, The Last of Us, if you haven't played that game and you got a PS3 or a PS4, 
get that game. Do do the Just, rem- do the remastered on yeah. the PS4. If oh, you have it. it's it, so it is it is a good. gut punch because um, certain things that we hold sacred in the United States uh, in our cinema, in uh-huh. particular, um, the gloves are off in the first seven minutes. Oh yeah, and uh, Carrie would in particular love what <laughs> happens in the beginning of that game. Ooh, I uh, I think I can say what my favorite. Yeah, I can say what my favorite movie is of the year because we, we're all done with our. Or voting and whatnot. Okay, yeah. And I think I figured it out. And it's it's a combination of acting, cinematography, directing. You know, just pure execution. It's Birdman. I was gonna say. Oh, I gotta uh, see oh, that. Yeah. That movie blew my mind. Yeah. It really it's, did. I, I was such an just my uh, every single way. Just the, impressive. The two people I think can battle it out. I mean, I, I I just want Circus to get a nomination. The two people I think who can probably battle it out for best actor is gonna be uh, Michael Keaton for Birdman. Or Benedict Cumberbatch for the Imitation Game, because mm. and that's really? a fantastic movie too. That's in my top five. That is a story very few people will know. Yeah. So well, the, the they, they just they... released the information. Like, <laughs> oh <recently>. yeah, it's, <laughs> it, yeah. This this is a guy who, who had it. They tried to shock the gay out of him, and he's what, the guy who pretty much shock. Oh, that's in, I, in the sixties. There there was a lot of. I heard they made him take yeah. hormone pills. And, oh, yeah. and there's a lot of electroshock happening too. Yeah. yeah. Lou Reed had it done to him. Really? Yeah. Well, and if, if you don't know it, we're talking about Alan Turing who. Basically broke the Nazi code. Mm-hmm. Basically mm-hmm. Cr- created and the computer. <laughs> no, and he did. <laughs> and what's funny is in uh, you already heard it, but in that Martin Freeman interview that we had uh, with these warehouses that Peter Jackson has, he said, "I said, what's one of the cool things you'd want to take out of it?" And he goes, "You know, actually, that he goes now that the imitation game's coming out." He's like, "Jackson and I were just talking about Alan Turing and his computer," and he, and he goes, "Peter's eyes just lit." He goes, "Oh, wait a minute, I'll be right back," and like ran off and came back with. Part of Alan Turing's like computer, no like, that's way. crazy. Yeah, some, some of the stuff that he used to. And Mother, he would just you, you like, thought what you the thought hell? you thought the collector had cool shit. Jeez. You hear about what Peter Jackson's got down in New Zealand? Oh. That should be a TV show. He is yeah. the it, collector. He should. That's yeah, crazy. that would be a fantastic show to watch. You know, he's he's got he's got World War One tanks. He's got uh, fighter planes from World War Two. Um, yeah, yeah, the guys. Yep. I mean, He's, you could you could take like four or five items a, an hour, yeah. and and do a show. Are you yeah. serious? Oh, and in, yeah. in the Elf, well, has warehouses all over New Zealand that he's got stuff stored in. Yeah, the uh, Orlando Bloom said that he took him up in one of the World War uh, One planes. Yeah, just flew well, around. And, and he said the guy that played uh, the guy that played Bard they <laughs> took him out in the Chitty Chitty Bang. Yeah, bang Luke car. Evans. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'd be nervous to be in that plane. Amen. That. And actually, uh, I'll say another good thing of 2014. I'm going to say the London trip. Because I, trip to I'm London, calling, yeah. I'm you know, in, I think in, in my career, when I'm calling it a game changer, yeah, and so I agree, yeah. I, I'm not going to stop. So yeah, I was uh, definitely one of the more entertaining phone calls I've had. <laughs> <laughs> I would say to get um, and to kind of piggyback off that, the game changer for me was the Seattle International Comedy Competition. Thank oh. you so much to the listeners. I, God damn, I mean, and the, and the Grandbergs. What's up, y'all? Hope y'all living the brew dream. I love y'all. I miss y'all already. Holy shit! And. Uh, <laughs> My another another since we're also talking film, yeah, I do want to point out that there is a great film that I watched. It's only about three minutes and fifty five seconds. It's called Drone Boning, and um, oh, I've seen that. Yeah, it's actually pretty oh, good. Yeah, like yeah. it's actually pretty good. I yeah. was it, it was it's they're you, now they're using drones to film porn. Oh yeah, and it's and it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> I read a little article about it. I haven't watched it though. Yeah, you're sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yeah, how's that Google Fiber going for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I had Google Fiber. So fast. Don't we all? So fast. So fast. Uh, all right. Good enough. Yeah. Anything else? Oh. Yeah. Hmm? Do, do we want to do titles? Oh, yeah, let's do, let's do Do you have any reviews? I don't think you do, do you? Uh, we probably... 
No, we'll do them on Broken News. Okay, that's fine. Uh, real fast. Uh, well, and speaking of junkets that I've been on, the Equalizer's out. So, Already? Yeah. Wow. Well, this is... It's been so, so a little while. Turnaround now on September, October, October. No, it's about average. <laughs> wow. Three, four months. Uh, and I was actually... You and I were talking about this because as I'm doing these interviews and someone asked me, like, do you get intimidated by the actors? I'm like, no, it's not the actors. It's more of the filmmakers that yeah. I get excited to be around because it's... You know, it's just the craft. Well, it's, you know? it's like when we're in San Diego and we're meeting all these actors and I could give a shit. You put me in front of Mike Mignola and I can't even open my mouth. So. <laughs> put me in front of Frank, Frank Miller. I yeah. can't even say his name. <laughs> Frank Miller. Frank Miller. Uh, Kevin Smith's Tusk is now out. Oh, okay. So if you want to see it. I wasn't a huge fan. I, I love the horror aspect of it. And when it turned into a wacky, smacky-do comedy, I'm, like, mm, I'm, I'm just curious. I, you know. it's, oh, it's worth a watch for sure. Uh, Ban- Banshee, season two. Yeah! Is it the one you like? Fuck yes. He all likes right. Banshee. Is there, uh, is there boning in that? Is that holy what? shit boning and fighting and fucking boning? That's <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see, Shameless season four. Is Love that. that show too. Lots of boning. Uh, this Sad one, boning though. If you, <laughs> Sad boning. If you know this film, I got this film like bootlegged at I think uh, Anime Weekend Atlanta, and it's called Ricky O: The Story of Ricky. Do you know this movie? It's a, like a martial arts film that's nasty as shit, just violent as all hell. If you remember it, the way he got famous. Was back in the day on the Daily Show, not John Stewart, but the guy before him, uh, Craig Kilborn. Craig, Craig Kilborn. He, they used to do a thing where it showed the guy punch the guy in the face, and the head would explode. Mm-hmm. That's the story of Ricky. Oh. Like, and that, if you see that, that, that's like that whole movie. It's just it's all about okay, exploding heads, super violent. Uh, let's see. Oh, they're putting all the looks like a lot of the Toxic Avengers on Blu-ray. All right. <laughs> uh, Romeo and Juliet is on Blu-ray. Oh. Uh, James Gunn. He, yep. Which he didn't direct. So once he directed, he just wrote it. He wrote it. Yeah. But, yeah, but that means he wrote "Penis Monster" on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. which is totally fine by <laughs> there you me. Go. And uh, that looks like all the good ones. Oh, probably. and we didn't even mention uh, it, it was two weeks ago, but the entirety of Cowboy Bebop has been digitally restored and Ooh. released on Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, really? And there's a special edition, nice. special edition on Amazon for about seventy bucks. That's got a whole bunch of liner notes and an art book, but. This is one of those uh, one of those anime shows that not only changed the way anime has looked, but yeah. may have changed science fiction to a certain it's degree. A great show. There are a lot of people that have been mm-hmm. cribbing from it. Uh, you know, it's a couple hundred years in the future, and here be outlaws and bounty hunters. Yep, it's yep. good stuff. Nice. All right. All right, that's it for my end. Good enough. Um, There's no games. <laughs> <laughs> still, no. Still you're still no game. You're still playing what you got last week. Yep. Uh, Year in Geek 2014, uh, we had some losses. Salute. 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 2015, here we come. That's right. Ant-Man. Ant-Man! <laughs> Avengers, <laughs> Age of Ultron, Superman, Batman. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, 16. Uh, 16. Oh, that is 16. That is 16. Bill Cosby, Jello Pudding Tour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> excited. All right. Is that what they're calling his prison? Tour? Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. There I go. Oh, Star yeah. Wars. Star Wars. I got one. Oh yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars. Ugh. It's gonna be a good year. Which brings me to Rebels. Bring it. One of my favorite things of 2014. Oh yeah. Damn it. There's oh. so much good. Hey, so hey, much hey, good. I, 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 I got to throw it out there because it is coming next year. War is 2045. Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> starring Jay Whittaker. Yeah. No. No. Just co-star. No. <laughs> no. You. Starring. You'll, starring. You'll have. I got to throw it out. You're there. gonna steal it. Take it away, sir. Oh my God. The ham was so fucking good this year. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Geek Show? This is Jimmy here. I uh, just wanted to kind of check in with you and give you a little bit movie update. Uh, I am sitting here. It is Christmas Eve, and uh, lo and behold, Sony's decided to pull their balls out 
and uh, released the interview. Uh, some theaters are getting it. Uh, I think in Utah, the district had it and Bruvies had it, which would be the fine place to see that. But being the lazy person that I am, I decided to watch it on my Xbox because Xbox, Google Play, YouTube, all of that was released. So I rented it, checked it out. So here is my review of <laughs> of the interview. Um, not great. Shocking, huh, guys? Uh, sad that people thought we were going to go to war over this thing. Um, essentially, the story is, if you saw the trailers, uh, James Franco plays uh, Skylark, uh, who is a basically an idiot talk show host who doesn't have very much credibility in the uh, interviewing game. And so turns out that Kim Jong-un over in North Korea is a huge fan, not only of Skylark, but uh, of Big Bang Theory. But the opportunity presents itself to interview Kim Jong-un with uh, Skylark, by, uh, played by James Franco, and his producer, played by Seth Rogen. Um, sure enough, the CIA gets involved and says, hey, you know what? We want you to take him out, being the idiots that these two guys are. They don't know what that means. But come on, guys. We all know what that means. It's a stupid joke. Um, so basically, it's a stoner comedy. I mean, I don't think anybody's shocked by that. And, you know, if you thought it was going to be better than Pineapple Express, well, then you're you're about to be sadly disappointed. Um, I Obviously, the hype around this film got way too out of control. Um, was it all a ploy? I sincerely doubt it because the amount of money that Sony has lost in this whole hacking business uh, sure wouldn't make up for the $5.99 that a few of us will give to uh, to see this film. So don't think it was that, but... You know, I think this film is going to ride the wave for a little bit of being the the film that was almost banned, except that we all saw it a day before it was even supposed to come out. What a publicity stunt. But it wasn't. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, th- there's some funny stuff in there. It's vulgar as any other Seth Rogen and James Franco film would be. Um, I think kind of looking at it, two and a half stars. You know, uh, don't don't rush out to the theaters to see this, you know, unless you really just want to support America. Uh, you go right ahead, but uh, otherwise, I think you'll be just fine uh, renting it on a on a red box or a Netflix or somewhere down the road. But be fully aware that your uh, all your personal information will be hacked by North Korea, which I'm sure mine is being right now. And so be it. Okay, so there's that. Uh, the interview not not the greatest of all films, but what I wanted to talk to you guys about today uh, last week, the Utah Film Critics Association. Uh, got together. Uh, we do it once a year, and we always yell at who uh, who's the best and who's the worst in in the world of cinema. And uh, just to let everybody know, we uh, we've got future plans to to devote a uh, an award to to Jeff Weiss. Uh, that will come about coming next year. But we wanted to dedicate all these awards to Jeff uh, because he was a big part of our group, and it was pretty shitty not to have him there this year. So. Hopefully, Jeff agrees with these choices. Here we go. I'm uh, going to go down the list for you for each category. And uh, and I'll tell you the runners up, too, just because sometimes uh, it was a very close race where one vote decided the winner and one vote uh, you know, took it away. Your vote counts, right? Best animated feature. Uh, the runner-up was The Box Trolls, which for a long time uh, was my number one animated pick of the year. Then I had to start thinking about the winner and and... I started leaning towards that way, which would be the Lego movie. 
The Lego Movie is absolutely fantastic. It's brilliantly written, uh, and it's one of those films that you can see with the entire family, and no one's going to be disappointed. And if you are disappointed, you have no heart and soul, and I feel sorry for you. But the other thing I want is for at the Oscars, if the film Everything is Awesome wins Best Original Song, I will dance in the aisles at Bruvies, which, again, we will be having the Bruvies Oscars party planned that night, February, whatever it is. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, but more to come on that one. Non-English feature. Um, the runner-up was two days, one night. Uh, Marion Cotillard uh, fighting for her job over a weekend. Not a bad film. Marion Cotillard is an amazing actress, and it's always fun to see her. But the winner went to a film uh, from Germany called We Are the Best, which was based on... <laughs> it's a story of three punk girls, or, or girls who want to be in a punk band, don't know, have a damn clue about playing instruments except for one of them. And it's just, it's a great depiction of youth and, you know, and just how friends can get on each other's nerves. And one minute you're at each other's throats and the next minute you're, you can shake it off and, and be best friends once again. Great film. Check it out. We are the best. Uh, best documentary. The Overnighters is about the whole oil, uh, just kind of like the gold rush, but the oil rush up in uh, North, North America uh, that, you know, it's just bringing people hoping for that. American dream to, to basically strike oil and, and make it rich. But uh, the winner was Citizen Four, which is a fantastic documentary about Edward Snowden. Uh, the, the entire documentary, most of it takes place in their hotel room. And it's you're watching this guy. This is before anything broke out, you know, in the news of, of who Edward Snowden was, what was going on, what he knew. And you're watching this guy in front of the camera about to give his life away for what he believes in. And it's it's eerie, it's chilling, it's inspiring. And just watching those those intimate moments just between him and the camera and like two guys behind it, uh, it's is pretty gut wrenching to to say the least. So uh, be sure to check out Citizen Four if you wanna if you wanna feel feel all heart, you know, warm on the inside. That that holiday spirit. Uh, cinematography. Okay. I've, most of these categories are the winners were the ones I chose. This was not because in my honest opinion, the winner for cinematography is easily Birdman because I'm sorry, a film that looks like one shot deserves an Oscar for that. It was absolutely gorgeous. My mind still is trying to figure out how they did it. And for someone who loves that side of filmmaking, uh, that's, that's what deserves it. Uh, but the runner up went to under the skin with Scarlett Johansson. If you saw that she was an alien who, uh, she was kind of a dick. That's how, that's how it works. Uh, but the, the winner, uh, and I just watched this again the other night and it's not a bad film in the slightest, uh, Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal, some beautiful cinematography in there. I think that should, should have been the runner up Birdman should have taken it, but you know what? Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but Nightcrawler took that one in the adapted, uh, screenplay category we had inherent vice and snowpiercer took those ones it was a tie so there's no runner-up uh original screenplay runner-up nightcrawler uh again it's jake gyllenhaal is a stinger who is absolutely out of his mind uh and he should be nominated by the way we'll get to that category later up but he should be nominated for best actor uh but original screenplay which i do believe should go to birdman and went to birdman that's awesome uh Best Supporting Actress, uh, Tilda Swinton, runner-up for Snowpiercer. I couldn't disagree more. I'm sorry for all those people who like Snowpiercer. I think it's a piece of crap. It's got some great visual elements to it. It's got 
the idea of it's really cool. If you don't know the idea of it, it's about, you know, society has crumbled and there's just this train traveling around the world and there's a class system through the train cards. That's cool. The way it was executed was not. And I'm sorry, there's a borderline. I talked about this on Raider from Hell if you heard it. There's a very fine line between goofy and dumb. And I'm sorry, it fell way too far on the dumb side for me. Couldn't get into it. However, the winner, Jessica Chastain for a most violent year, because that girl is the epitome of what a supporting actress is. Uh, I didn't even like the film that much. It's it's an all right film. Oscar Isaacs is all right in it. But Jessica Chastain, every scene she's in, you absolutely love it. So go check that out. I hope she wins the Oscar for that one as well. Moving on to Best Supporting Actor. And this was the category that I think we talked about it in the group for maybe, God, 10 seconds at the most. Because every single uh, member of the UFCA was on board for this one. Maybe minus one or two. Uh Runner-up went to Edward Norton for Birdman. He was great in that one. But the absolute winner, and I've said it before, J.K. Simmons and Whiplash is absolutely phenomenal in that film. I've watched that film three times now. Uh, I know he's an asshole teacher, but he's one of those guys that believes that you have to break somebody down to rebuild them, and he is phenomenal. If I think we have all can agree that J.K. Simmons is the absolute best when he's an asshole. He's an asshole in the Spider-Man films. If you ever saw Oz on HBO, he was an asshole. And now he should get an Oscar for being an asshole because he's fantastic at it. Uh, let's see. Best Actress. Uh, Marion Coltiard, who we talked about earlier in Two Days, One Night. That was our runner-up for Best Actress. Be sure to check that one out. Again, good film, foreign film. But the winner, and I believe this girl should also win the Oscar, Rosamund Pike for Gone Girl. I love when an actress can turn it on and off, whether she's absolutely horrifying, terrifying, and then she's like the mother next door. So for her to be able to do that is phenomenal. Moving on. Best actor. <clears throat> we had two uh, two uh, runner-ups ties for that. Ray Fiennes in the Grand Budapest Hotel and Benedict Cumberbatch in the Imitation Game. Totally fine with both those. But again, my winner uh, was the one that was selected. Michael Keaton for Birdman. That guy needs to go all the way. It's so that movie was crafted for that actor and he took it and ran with it and executed it without fail. And so it's uh it's one of those ones that needs to be recognized. It's and uh, we said it before. Shannon and I both said it <laughs> there's so many times. You're watching this film going, I don't know what's going on, but that's okay. You know, watch it again. You'll figure it out. But it's it's so, so good and so intricate and so detailed and you know, just the execution. And I'm moving into the director category because Alejandro Gonzalez Anudro, I'm sorry if I butchered that name, but director of Birdman deserves that Oscar, deserves every award because a, a director who takes an art and advances it, we talked about this with Alfonso Cuaron last year in Gravity, that's what this art form needs. It, it needs to be pushed, it needs to be developed, it needs to be morphed into something better, and these guys are doing it flawlessly and it's so cool to see him do that so he deserves it the runner-up on that one was jonathan glazer for under the skin some great directing in there but alejandro deserves it for birdman and uh best picture coming up uh runner-up the imitation game which i believe is my second best film of 2014 but 
if you can't guess it already, the best picture of 2014 for the UFCA and as well as me, myself, and I, Birdman deserves all the accolades it can get. Um, it's just a special film. It's it's one of those ones. It's it's not like anything you've seen before, and and nothing, especially this year, but also in in a long, long time. So uh, there you have it. Birdman is is pretty much gonna. I hope uh, sweep award season because it absolutely deserves to. And uh, that'll do it for the UFCA 2014 winners. Uh, hopefully, you know if you don't if you don't agree, go to the Facebook page. Post up your favorite films of the year. I've got my geeky ones too. We talk about it a little bit later in the episode. Obviously, Guardians is in there somewhere. But if you're pure, you know, filmmaking, Birdman is is, is the way to go. So there you have it. Uh, go check out the interview if you want to get all your stuff hacked. And uh, have a great holiday season. Happy New Year's. And we'll see you in 2015. See you guys.